I'm hot, baby. You know what's even hotter? Your sweatpants. <laughs> They're joggers. <laughs> Damn it. Sims can ruin anything, but it's okay. What is up? What is good? How you living, Sims? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, we got some people right now, Harley Sachs saying hashtag fade Lefko. We got uh, Eric Chamberlain Lefko tell us who not to pick. We're ready. They understand what to do. <laughs> it is the day we pick the games. We have 15 games. We have been given $1,500. Let's see how we did last week. Close your eyes if you don't like scary movies, because here <laughs> we go. Sims. Oh, wow. Woo. Sims lost $1,300 last week. I lost $940, and I'm still three freaking games back. Overall, the season, I'm down $2,500. Sims is down $1,800. Man. But it all starts today. J.R. Santos, remember, people, bet the opposite. Andrew Cole, uh, Erwin Murray, doubt the Giants again, Lefko, I dare you. I'm telling you, the producer of the show, Matt Canvasser, came up to me today, and he said, Lefko, I don't know what you did last night, but I really like your picks. Apparently, our picks are so different. Good. So I changed everything. So I didn't look mean, up. That means I'm going to win because I'm I, different from you. I'm going to do good this week. <laughs> My own strategy used um, against yes, me. Yes, yes, I'm with you, everybody. I I'm literally media. I pulled a Costanza. Right. Anything that I would normally do, I did the opposite. Oof. I went to different websites. I checked different information. Right. I cranked it out. I got to bed before midnight. Whoa. I mean, I didn't what go to a, sleep. What but a I loser would, you are. Okay, that's where we're starting off. Let's first start off. If you went to bed at mid before midnight, you couldn't pick anything other than sweatpants out to wear this morning? They're stylish joggers, Sims. <laughs> Sims is buttoning his top button. Yes. An icon of fashion here in New York. Thank you. Let's first start off Thursday night game, Chiefs-Raiders. Hopefully this is a great game. A few weeks ago this looked like a really special game, and now it kind of looks one-sided. Uh, Kansas City... They are the second-ranked offense and the 29th-ranked defense. The Raiders are the 30th-ranked offense and the 23rd-ranked defense. Good start, Canvasser. Way to go, man. Good Chiefs job. Chiefs are three-point favorites on the road. Let me break this down. Break it down. I'm going to go first off. Andy Reid versus Jack Del Rio. You know, let me give you my pick. Good. We have a rule here, and one of the rules is you don't bet big on Thursday Night Football. Well, right. guess what? You're coming strong, Screw huh? your rules. $300 on the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the dings, because I'm feeling really good. Here's why. <laughs> Andy Reid versus... Yeah, there it is. Andy Reid versus Jack Del Rio since he's been in Oakland. Yeah. 4-0. Average margin of victory for the Chiefs in Oakland. Those two games, 15 points. Kansas City's handling them there. Chiefs, after their last five losses, what's their record, Sims? After the last five losses? What is their record in the next game? Two and three. Wrong. Five and oh. oh. Andy Reid is feeling didn't it. Jack Del Rio, didn't the Raiders beat them for a one game, one no. of their wins on the Thursday night? Like no, they lost. They Derek Carr was No, that was one. last year. The year before that, they nope, did that. They lost. <laughs> Marshall Newhouse is out. Oh, in the challenge. Five. Marshall Newhouse is out. Offensive tackle. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, man, Justin Houston's on that side. And just overall, Chiefs are sixth in time of possession. The Raiders are... 30th. And I looked at last week, I thought the Chiefs actually played a really good game against the Steelers. Right. And they just played a team that was better at time of possession than them. I'm going big on the Chiefs. Sims, what are you doing? Uh, I'm not as crazy as you. I'm going $10 on the Chiefs as well. Um, hey! I, I like the Chiefs in this matchup, certainly. Uh, I, and I'm going to tell you what I picked the final score to be. I picked the Chiefs to win 23-20, to so I guess by the spread that would be a push. But Regardless, I think what I look at more than anything is this. The, Ra the, the Chiefs are definitely the better football team. Definitely. Hands down. But this is it. This is the season for the Oakland Raiders. It's over if they don't win. Two and five, good night playoffs can promise you that. So that's what scares me from going to total crazy town like Lefko with a $300 bet. That's fine. Um, and this is my other thing I'll say to this, and you probably heard me say this yesterday. The Chiefs and the Steelers played the most physical game in the NFL on Sunday, four days ago. They almost killed each other. 
Uh, and I just think I'm not sure if Kansas City will be able to bounce back in the way I expect them to. Uh, but, man, the Raiders. The Raiders are disappointing, man. With the defense, for everybody out there who just wants to know what's wrong with the Raiders. The is defense, Navarro Bowman going to fix it? Well, no. The defense is the defense. That's not the issue. The issue is the 30th-ranked offense that you just saw in that graphic that was semi-wrong. The 30th-ranked offense for the Oakland freaking Raiders, their team is built – on their offensive star power. So that can't be. They get, So Derek Carr, the offensive line, all the money they spent on Rodney Hutchinson and Kalechi Osamele and Gabe Jackson they just re-upped mm. and Donald Penn. And then you got a Cooper and you got our man Cook at tight end and Crabtree and Beast Mode. I mean, that's the problem. The, the money of the team is on the offensive side of the ball, and they're not holding up their end of you the bargain. You know where the Raiders haven't been spending money, Chris? Yeah. They're coordinators. Yeah, you're right. Well, if you I want to be real. That's what we talked about in the offseason. It was one of the most under-the-radar things that went on this offseason, that the, the sixth-ranked offensive coordinator left town. Why, I don't know. I don't know the— Give un- him his props. He, Bill Musgrave. He's a He's good— He's now the QB coach at Denver. Right, right. So, uh, uh, By the way, Alex yeah. Olavas saying, we're just going to ignore the fact that Adam looks like a skinnier version of— Mr. Incredible? Uh, yeah, we are going to ignore it because it's a lie. <laughs> I mean, what? Mr. Incredible? Yeah, please, go to sleep. What? Mr. Incredible, maybe before he started uh, losing some weight and lifting cars for the for it to fit it back in his suit. You that done? Was, you ready? Host the show. Let's go. That was like the worst insult ever. <laughs> More like Mr. Incredible when he had breakfast. More All like. Right. Let's, you're done. <laughs> Jets at Miami. Uh, this is a game that a few weeks ago we correctly predicted that Miami would go into New York and lose. It was the first game of a three-game win streak for the Jets. Yep. Jets' offense is 21st. Their defense is 25th. Dolphins still have the worst offense in football. Yep. They are favored by three and a half. Right. Uh, $10, Miami. That's what I'm going with. I love The Flipper. Dolphins told me, I'm going to be honest, I saw that half point, and I picked Miami to win the game straight up, and the half point almost made me flip to the Jets. I just don't want to bet on the team that I think is going to lose the game because it never works out for me. I'm going with the Dolphins. Okay. Um, Get ready. Hold on, baby. Here we go. Bob-bam. Throw that crap up, canvasser. Booyah! Booyah, Yes, sir. New York Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. He is going Jets $200. I am. Uh, first of all, the Miami's favored by three and a half. I think the Jets are going to win the football game straight up. So I, I am picking the Jets to win this game 20-17. to 17. There's a lot of things I like. First of all, the front for the, front for the New York Jets, uh, I know that Miami ran the ball well last week. I have a hard time thinking they're going to do that to this New York Jets team. I really do. The New York Jets, when they're ready to stop the run and they play a team like this, like Leonard Fournette a few weeks ago, and they just say, we're going to stop the run, they're going to do it. They got the people there to do it. What also scares me about Miami's offense is the simplicity of the pass game when I watch on film. So from that standpoint, I go, I think the Jets are going to be okay. Other side of the ball certainly going to be – the. I mean, the Miami defensive front's good. The defense is better than I gave it credit for, but it's not great. I just think the Jets are going to win a real tough one. I want you to listen to these numbers. Tough, a, a I want you to listen to these numbers. Right. 118, 140, 175, 180, 190. You know what those numbers are? Those are the rushing totals allowed by that great Jet run defense. Yeah. I know you're going to tell me, well, 75 was like a Leonard Fournette run and all that stuff. All, the only time they held a runner to under 100 was Jay Ajayi, right. that Miami game. Right. I think that this is a Miami team that's about to go on a run. You talked about it all week. You talked about how they did it last year and they came alive and Jay Ajayi started pounding and he came alive last week. I think they're over this whole like sleepover, the sleepwalking from the London game. I think they're back. And I think the Jets' offense will be in its pure I, – I, they're not going to be able to do anything. I don't think it's this Miami front seven. It's going to be all on Josh McCown, and that sounds really delicious to me. Well, I, I mean, first of all, this what is you the just first said, show we're really going to disagree. First of all, this is the first time he's not even making eye contact. Well, because I, I mean, you just said the, the only hundred-yard rusher they've let up is Lashawn McCoy, okay. Week One. I'm Everything about his else, team. yeah, the team certainly. Look, listen, but see that—that's where I always take into account like. Things like, okay, yeah, the Browns, they ran the ball good. You know, Kevin Hogan ran for 30 and Kaiser ran for 29 in a scramble. But when they wanted to give the ball to the runner, he didn't run for crap. So that's where I look at it. I understand I put the bottom line. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but I think the Jets are going to win the game outright. That's why I liked it and I'm going with it. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Hey. Totally. Love you. Yeah, you're okay. 
Damn. And so it begins. No. The week no. of separation. I don't, I don't care at all. And I don't care. And, and, and you know, the other thing that played into my <laughs> thing there, just so you know, <laughs> the Jets, I mean, in Miami, I mean, it's it's not a home field advantage for the Miami Dolphins. There'll no. Be just as many Jet fans there. Oh, man. And because the Jets are really going to be able to avoid well, distraction on South Beach. Well, yeah, they'll be fine. They're going to get lit. If, you, if anyone sees pictures of the Jets on South Beach drinking those, like, iced drinks. That can't even happen in football. That's, like, such a myth. I don't know. You get there at 4 Which one of us was in the locker room? Me. Okay. Let's go next. <laughs> Dennis. I'm messing with you today, Sims. Tennessee at Cleveland. Uh, Tennessee is favored by six. Yep. Uh, Tennessee is seventh. Just the model of mediocrity is Tennessee. 17th in offense and defense. The Browns are 25th on offense, and as Sims will tell you, they are not actually the eighth-ranked defense. No. But Sims will also tell you that they were better against the Texans yep. than the actual score showed. Yes, they were. $10 on Tennessee. Sims, take it away. Um. I'm going $10 on the Browns. Yes, um, I knew it. But I, I think it's just going to be a close football game. I am done. I am done. Right. This is a decision that I made last night. the Browns? Night. Dear Cleveland Browns, I'm done thinking that you can cover spreads because they seem too big. Right. I have no faith in you. Love, Adam Lefko. Yeah, I, 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 I just, and it was for $10, I said, I'm not going with them anymore. Yeah, $10. You, you know me. I just stay strict with what kind of what my pick is as far as before I look at all the bets and the lines. I'm picking Tennessee to win the game 24-23. to 23. Like you said, there's nothing that's absolutely great about the Tennessee Titans. I do like what I saw to Mariota last week. It was the best game of his career, throwing the football within the pocket. The run game, yeah, certainly can be special, but I do think the front seven for Cleveland is pretty good. And I just think it's 0-6. Cleveland's really desperate because if they lose this week, this is one of their last winnable games here in a while. And I just look at it that way. That's why I think they keep it close. You have a question? I do. Uh, Tennessee wins games in which they can run the ball really well. Do you think this will be one of those games? Uh, I don't think they're going to run the ball really well. I think they're going to run it effectively enough. But at the end of the day, I think I'm more encouraged, by, like I've told you all week, with what I saw on Monday night from Marcus Mariota. Yeah, what did you, I, we actually haven't talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Marcus Mariota, I mean, I put him on one of the ten best players of the week. That was the best game of his career. Marcus Mariota's, it was a almost a blessing in disguise with his hamstring injury. It made him stay in the pocket. It made him throw with timing and anticipation. People were coming in his face, and he knew he couldn't run, and he had to throw the ball before he wanted I know what I just said right there. Stop. Um, but you, you're the one that looked over there like with the dis, – you're, you're despicable. That's what you are. Uh, but, yes, I really do you're like – You're off the rails. I am, I, the rails. I am in your head right now. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go to another game. We're going to be all up in your head. Baltimore – I am – this is great. Baltimore at Minnesota. I am doing anarchy, and it is incredible. Minnesota is five-and-a-half-point favorites in Minnesota. Baltimore is wielding an incredible offense. Yes. 29th in the NFL with Joe Flacco, who will be featured next week on Gridiron Heights. Is Joe Flacco elite? That is the question that we are answering. Uh, Defense is 16th in in football. Minnesota's offense is 10th, and their defense is 5th. Everything about this game makes you go Minnesota. Well, guess what? $10 on Baltimore. I love how you build it up for $10. The lines with Baltimore are always too big on both sides. They're either favored by too much or they're underdogs by too much. Everyone thinks the Baltimore Ravens live in that three-point window. Brandon Williams is back. Sims, I see what you're betting. That'll be big. But Brandon Williams is back, and yep. I think that is a that's an emotional game changer for the entire team. Mm-hmm. Also, Anthony Barr dinged up, Stefan Dings dinged up. The Ravens are two and zero on the road. I refuse to count that London game as a road game. And they beat the Bengals and the Raiders. I just think the Ravens are going to go in there, take away all the the McKinnon stuff, right. and it's going to be Case Keenum who's been kind of up and down, and I didn't like the way Minnesota finished the game. I just think Baltimore's a really tough team. Yeah. They, and Brandon they, Williams is the main reason. They are. Uh, Brandon Williams being back is huge. I mean, uh, I'm still – I'm putting $10 on Minnesota. This is incredible. Uh, I'm, is it incredible? No, it's just a, amazing. We're disagreeing on every single Oh, good. Play. Yeah, I, I picked Minnesota to win the game 20-13. to 13. Um, Baltimore's defense is just not what we expect from Baltimore's defense. That's really all there is to it. I mean, they're the 30th ranked rush defense in football. That's, Baltimore? Yes. 
That's crazy. Brandon Williams is the, back. I know that's a big help. But how they much need can more Brandon? Help. If you're going from 30th, where can Brandon bring him to? He could. Oh, I mean, he could bring is, him is back the to the middle. Is the issue where he is? Uh, it's him. It's the fact that they're missing Brent Urban. It's they're, they're missing a number of people. It's gotcha. just uh, it's worn them out from that. Carl Davis is banged up, so they don't even have depth, let alone the guys. I truly are there. believe. But the Ravens are still scary from that point. You want to know what my reason? No, I don't. I just want to finish my point first. Okay. So shut up. Um, so the other thing I'll say is, is the. Uh, the Vikings are uh, the Vikings D is going to shut down the Ravens. They're going to shut down Flacco. There's yeah. no way they're doing anything. I don't care if Anthony Barr plays or not. Uh, and, and then the other thing I just look at is, I, I think we have to get out of this mold of the Vikings offense is that same offense from two years ago. Like it's better I'm than out when, of it. I know. I but just they've think, also like last week was not impressive. Yeah, I, they moved the ball. They made mistakes. I mean, you, you think about what they did. They were going down to score, and McKinnon fumbled. They were going down to score again, and uh, Case I think the Ravens are a team that so creates could. a lot of turnovers. They certainly can. Uh, my, my other thing that I think is really big, <clears throat> damn, I totally forgot. Yeah, see? Yep. You did this. Yeah, no, I didn't. Shut no, your mouth. You'd... Go to the next game. Hold on. Give me, like, one second. No. Talk about something. One Damn. Let's go. Hold on. Ravens. Uh, two. I don't know. And then there's an offensive line, and then yep. they have a defense. Damn, your your mind isn't like Mr. Incredible. I know that. Holy crap. Man. Well, big gulps, huh? Go ahead. Go if ahead. If it comes Next back one. to me later, <laughs> I'll get to it. Let's go to foggy London town, Arizona at L.A., I guess. It's in London, but it's a 1 o'clock start time, even though the game is in London. Oh, okay. So I think it's a London night game. 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So 8th uh, offense for the Rams, 24th defense, 10th offense for the Cardinals, 22nd defense. The Rams are 3.5-point favorite. Anthony Nunes is saying best pick show of the year. Jesse Hansen saying, who is this other guy? Almost makes Chris look sane. That's my job title. Makes Sims look sane guy. I am going. I know you shouldn't bet on London games either. Well, guess what? Throw it out the window. $100 on the Rams for one main point, Sims. Yeah. The Rams went to London last year. Right. All of them. Right. Players, staff. They actually went there early. Staff wasn't there. Sorry. No, they were. I watched no, Jeff Sean, Fisher Sean, talk to him. Sean McVay was not there. I'm staff not, was not there. Who, but was there a special teams coach? Sure. You he got was. one coach. Good job. Way to go. Wait, great insight by you. I'm just saying that as an organization, the people that, fine, screw the staff, Sims, the people that move the boxes, the people that book the flights, all of that is seamless. Could be new. You don't really know that. It's not. I called. Could be a whole new staff. I asked their secretaries. <laughs> all I know is this. Bullshit, 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 Curly, bullshit. Goff, all those guys. And when they played against the Giants last year, they jumped out to a really early lead. And then they lost. It's fine. It's a better Rams team this year with better coaching, as you've already said. Right. I believe that the Rams are going to go there. They're going to be more comfortable. I do believe that in London, having done it before, example, the Jaguars, right. leads to a team being more ready to play in that, whether it's cleats or everything. I'm just doing that. I think the Rams are a better team, and I think the Cardinals are riding high, and I don't think it's going to work out for them. Go. Okay, man, you're real. Yeah, you're real. Peach. I thought I thought you I thought you were in my head. Give now, me, give it to him. Bam, other what? side. Bam. <laughs> Here we go, Arizona. Uh, yeah. Okay, so listen, <laughs> all that you said there, it, it's certainly justifiable. Make so much money. I think the thing I look at is more than anything, Arizona really changed my thoughts a little bit with how they played last week, uh, and. I think you're going to continue to see that game plan of a little bit more power running style, and I think it really fits what the Arizona Cardinals want to do in general now that they have the tailback in Adrian Peterson, and more importantly, the offensive line is healthy. You have D.J. Humphreys back at left tackle. You got Earl Watford back at right guard, so they're a little better. It's not the greatest offensive line, don't get me wrong, but they're at least going to run the ball. And you know who has a really bad run defense? Um, the Rams. The Rams are towards the bottom of football. They are 29th in football and run defense. Their defense in general is not all that great. And I just look at that with the combination of the Arians passing attack. It's scary. I bet $100, but I think Arizona's going to win the football game outright. That's where I'm going with it. And I also like Arizona's defense. As you know, Arizona's defense, I don't know, I'll, I'll tell you where it's ranked officially. Uh, Hold on one second. Should have pulled up the team. 22nd in football. Okay, so it's nothing great from that standpoint. 
passing defense is their issue. It's not the worst. They've played some decent quarterbacks. Dak Prescott didn't go off on them. Uh, you know, the other guy you can look at maybe – oh, uh, yeah, I'm on the wrong team. But regardless – uh, they that didn't, was Dak, incredible. Dak Prescott didn't go off on them regardless. I am in Sims's head. But this is the other thing I'll say. He's looking at the I don't head. trust Jared Goff. That's really more than anything. I got you. They're not going to give fair, him. Yes. They're not going to give him easy throws. Arizona is extremely aggressive. And my point was that nobody's really gone off on them except for Carson Wentz. Mm. And that's where Carson Wentz went off, not because people were wide open, because Carson Wentz was amazing and made plays with his ability. I don't think Jared Goff will do that. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, so you got a hundred on that. Da- Brandon David Sawyer saying Arizona going to win big now. Lefko couldn't miss his locks this bad if he tried to pick. Rome. Yeah, you know I'm the opposite of Lefko. I'm win winning. This I can't gonna, wait till tonight. This too. is going to be b- tonight. Yeah. Oh, you're an idiot ring? and voted for the Chiefs on a road game on Thursday night. Stupid little Lefko. Am I? Or am I so smart that your entire brain is about to explode? <laughs> Let's go on to the next game, <laughs> Simpleton. Next game. Carolina, Chicago. In Chicago, Carolina is favored by three and a half. Right now, Carolina's four and two, coming off that last Thursday night loss to the Philadelphia E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. Bears are two and four. Bears offense is 26. Their defense is six. The Carolina Panthers defense is fourth. Again, as a three and a half point line for Carolina Sims. I'm putting 100 on this game. On the Chicago Bears, dial it up. Luke Keekley is hurt. He's in the very early stages of concussion protocol. Middle of the defense. He doesn't even have a concussion. That's what he's he's going through concussion protocol. I know protocol. he is. Chicago is 3 and 0 against the spread at home this season. Since the start of 2006, they're 8 and 3 against the spread. They are a very good home team against a banged up Carolina team. I know they have extra time. I'm going Carolina. I think it's going to be a close game. Who else is banged up besides Luke Keekley? Doesn't matter. Okay. One guy. The whole team's banged up. Uh, Who's you, your pick? Uh, Carolina and ding, $300. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like... Um, I like this matchup for Carolina. I mean, what do we talk about with the Bears all the time? The Bears, they Do the wanna, sound again. They, that's just coming to town, Chicago. Uh, but oh. I, I think I look at it. The Bears, what they do so well, they're, they out-physical people, especially on the front, the offensive line, defensive line. They're not going to be able to run the ball in the Carolina Panthers. I don't care if Luke Keekley plays or not. Shaq Thompson's also very good. He is going to be replaced Thomas Davis probably – in a year or two anyways as that guy. Uh, I still don't think – I don't think Luke Kuechly is definitely out of the game. Other thing I look at is, you know, Carolina, Cam Newton, uh, the offense, hey, it's not spectacular, <laughs> certainly not, but uh, I still think it's a good offense. I hope they try and run against Chicago. No, I think they're just – I hope they – fine. Yeah, they're just going to run to a certain amount. I, I think they're, they're – Carolina can win games with throwing the football. I mean, we know that. They did it against New England. They did it against the Detroit Lions – so I, I just look at it like that. From it's a bad standoff in the Bears' offense. Your own information. This is for a Bears. Comparing the Bears' defense to those other teams. I, I'm, you know that. I know that. But their secondary is worse than those other teams. I got gotcha. you. So that's what scares me about that. And I don't think that they're just going to overpower Carolina up front to where they're going to be able to get enough pressure to affect the pass game. I think that's what bothers me more than anything. Jordan Howard's putting up one. I do think I, I would be shocked if that happens. Listen, I deserve to lose the bet and all that, but. This Carolina defense is, without question, one of the five best in football. Uh, and I haven't seen anybody really physically push them around yet. And I don't think it's going to happen this week with a passing offense that they have to worry about none. I mean, they have to worry about nothing. The Bears, yes, they won the game last week. Let's not forget it was two special teams touchdowns. Blake Pace says, Chris, did you do anything special on the Dan Patrick show this morning? Oh, I dropped the F-bomb uh, just to let National you know. National TV, our good friend Chris Sims I dropped keeps a it hard real. F-bomb. Yep, but they didn't tell me. Woo! You didn't know that they were going to be live. No, I thought they were just going to take a video of me throwing the ball at Dan Patrick's face. And bleeping yourself, you said... I said the F word. I said, yeah, I'm going to try to break his effing nose or something yeah. like that. The thing I was throwing at. And in true great, you know, fashion for fans, right. all the tweets I saw, yeah. Chris Sims is my new favorite guest for dropping the F bomb. Thank you. Yes. You know, don't listen to his analysis. Hey, all, if y'all had to do is say the F word, I'd be the highest paid freaking guy ever. Yes. Holy 
fuckballs. There it is. There Anthony go. Nunez <laughs> saying Hebrew and the hammer. Yes. Oh. Carolina Panthers are going to get a heavy dose. By the way, you're we 100 found, on that game? Yes. 100. By the way, we learned that the New York Jets, we called their safeties New Jack City. Right. Apparently, they're referring to the entire secondary as a team yeah. already as New Jack City. Oh, is that right? So we actually are brain So readers. we got to figure that then a little bit. We got to eh, figure out. I don't really. Well, Morris Claiborne deserves some respect. He does. He's yes. been really Buster good. Screen does Buster too. screened us yeah. too. Okay. All right, they could all be the they could all be New Jack City. I like it. All right, let's go next to the game of the week. Buckle up! It's a quarterback matchup that you won't believe is going down. Jacoby Brissett, Blake Bortles, straight to VHS. Brissett's Colts are 27th on offense, 31st on defense. The Jaguars' offense is 18th. Their defense is ninth. The Jaguars are three and three. The Colts are two and four. And somehow they're all still alive in the AFC. South. South. Rattled. Drop my pound. Uh, $10, Jacksonville. Uh, why? That's why. Uh, no, mainly because I know Indianapolis is a better team at home. I just think that the Leonard Fernand net train is coming into town. And right. also, the Jaguars this year. One loss, one loss, one loss. Right. Guess what time it is? Yeah. One. Uh, yeah. Big time, Jags. Yep. Knock them dead, pal. What's up with that cat, cat sound? I mean, does that sound what a Jaguar sounds compared to a Panther? I mean, that I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't we, get that. I we've mean, officially learned that if you play a noise, Sims will try and I imitate that noise. Um, but regardless, to get back on topic here, uh, I'm picking the Jacksonville Jaguars, $10. I'm picking them to win the game 27-21. Um, I just have no faith in the Indianapolis Colts defense. What does scare me is the biggest weakness for the Colts defense is their pass defense. Uh, They are kind of physical up front. I'm definitely like A for effort, A for playing physical. They just don't have a ton of talent in their front seven, but it is not bad. And I don't know if Jacksonville can really take advantage of that weak secondary. So that's why I only bet $10 on the game. You know, and then the other side of the ball, I I don't think that the Colts are going to be able to throw the ball consistently, not on this Jacksonville secondary with those two guys on the outside. But the running game, I mean, the Colts have shown a little promise with the running game, and Jacksonville's way too talented to be letting up the run plays that they let up. I mean, they're around like 130-something yards a game letting up, and you know my thing with that. Like, they do too much up front. There's too much slanting and stunting and doing this and that. Yeah. And they're good enough to just play it straight up, and what happens is they get gashed in the run game because guys are trying to move everywhere. I I also thought, what was the sloppiest the Colts offense looked this season? And it was that game against Seattle. Yeah, that's a good point. Very similar scheme. Right. Uh, I also think Jaguars, since they're so young, they, like, work really hard and they win, and then they, like, read their press clippings and they come back to earth. And they're like, damn, we're stupid. And then we go back up again, and they're like, oh, we're the best. And then they lose again. I just think they lost that home opener, and not a lot of fans showed up. They're going to go to Indy. 145 yards rushing a game. I mean, how does that how does that front let up 145 yards rushing? That just tells With you Calais Campbell and those linebackers. Malik Jackson, yeah. those linebackers across the board. Yes. All right, let's go Tampa Bay at Buffalo. Buffalo favored by three points, coming off of a bye. Their offense is 31st. Their defense is 30th. The Bucks' offense is fourth. Their defense is 13th. The Bills are favored by three at home. Well, if you know anything, there's one thing I love to bet against. And there's a few things in this game. Love to get a bet against the Bucks on the road. Love to bet for the Bills at home. Love to bet against the chance that Ryan Fitzpatrick is probably playing quarterback. And I love the fact that me and Sims might actually agree on this one. I'm going 300 smackers on Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills. I don't know who's playing quarterback for Tampa Bay. Jameis, they're saying they're thinking he's going to practice today. I don't, don't have confidence on either of those guys right, right now. Right. I'm going $300 on Buffalo. Yeah, okay, here you go. That's good for you. Uh, I'm going on the Bills as well, but I'm definitely not in Crazyville there with Lefko. Okay? Hey! Just going $10. Um, yes, the, the, the bye week scares me. I, I'm officially, unless it's Andy Reid, the bye week scares me, as we saw last week. All the teams coming off for a bye week pretty much laid an egg. Sean McDermott is an Andy um, so, Yeah, he might be. I'm and, just kidding. I don't well, know if that means anything. Well, and Sean McDermott, I mean, the, the one thing I'll say about them, first of all, we know the defense is good. They're not going to let up like a bunch of big plays to Jameis Winston or Fitzpatrick, whoever it may be. Exactly. They don't beat themselves for the most part, other than maybe one A.J. Green touchdown this whole year. Buffalo has been very sound on that side of the ball. 
then I look at the other side of the matchup and go, yeah, okay, the Bills, they're not, nothing special on the offense, but neither are the Bucks on defense. So it's almost, a, it's almost a standstill as far as that matchup's concerned. And I do think at the end of the day, Buffalo will be able to run the ball on the Tampa Bay Bucks, and Tyrod will be able to make enough plays because there's no great edge guys to really contain him. So that's where I go Buffalo. I mean, We're I, getting to the four teams that are coming off of bye. Yeah. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Dallas, and Seattle. Right. It'll be very interesting The bye week scares me. Yeah, that's the only reason. I understand your thinking. The bye week scared me, too. I actually think I went back and looked up Buffalo and think that they have um, done the Jacksonville win-loss, win-loss, win-loss for like the last 10 years. Wow. And bye weeks, and, not that that even matters. Yeah, but okay. But last year they lost. So, so this year out. they won. Yeah, who the hell knows? 23-16 is the score I picked to Buffalo to win the football game. That's comfortable. Yeah, it is comfortable. I almost went on this one, but really, the, the bye week thing. I got you. And just like I, the fear of maybe Jameis making a few big plays scared me off of putting money on it like you did. I also think that Jameis is going to throw a pick He six. could, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just – I really don't have a lot of faith in Tampa Bay right no, now. No, you shouldn't. They're dysfunctional across the board. And they've been this way now for two years. Yes. Their defense is always all over the place. Mm-hmm. And what's so funny is how simple is Mike Smith's defense? How can you be all over the place with a defensive scheme that simple? Right. Yeah. Uh, Vernon Hargraves, there are legitimate doubters out there for him right now. Mm-hmm. The issue with Buffalo is who, what, what weapons do they have? Yes, it's just going to be. Right. I think this is the Lashawn McCoy breakout game. Yeah, sure. I think this is the 170 yards. Lashawn McCoy pointing at Deshaun Jackson. They're exchanging jerseys afterwards, and Lashawn McCoy's like, "Gotcha." <laughs> That's what I think happens. New Orleans at Green Bay, and the greatest quarterback ever, Brett Hundley. Packers offense is 22nd. I'm going to say that continues to fall. Their defense is 14th. The Saints offense is seventh. The defense is 26th, and the Saints on the road are favored by five and a half. Yes, sure. I went big on the Saints. (coughs) Then I looked up the weather report and I went, oh crap, it's supposed to rain Sunday at one o'clock. Damn. And then I realized the weatherman weatherman is never freaking right. And I'm not going to rely on that because I don't like looking five days out because the rain ends up happening like a day and a half earlier. Thank you. So screw you, (laughs) weather.com. I don't believe you. $200 on the Saints. What were you going to bet if the weather was good? Like for sure. I like three, four hundred. Okay. okay. But the reason, but now I went back to putting the 200. Uh, you waxed so poetic yesterday. Yes. About how good the Saints are. Yeah. And I am just thinking about Brett Hundley with a full week. Yeah. I, I just, I know that, that people like him. I'm not one of those guys. I'm just, I really like the Saints team, and I think they're going to prove people wrong. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way you do. Um, I, I also took the Saints. I'm only going $10. Really, Man. a big thing that I, I, listen, I picked the Saints to win 24 to 16. That's the so kind of you're game. So co- that's a cover again? It is. It's a cover, yes. Uh, I just worry uh, about Breeze outside, certainly. Right. Uh, that scared me. And just the fact that, you know, this is a big prove-it game for the Green Bay Packers. Mike McCarthy is going to want to show his team that we're still competitive and we can win without Aaron Rodgers. And nobody really believes in Mike McCarthy, that his team is really all that great without Aaron Rodgers. So that element of it played into my thinking of not betting a lot of money. But just as far as the pure football matchup goes, yes, I don't have a lot of faith in this Green Bay defense. The, the, the New Orleans football team right now, the Saints, the O-line's healthy. They're playing in the right spots. The run game is rolling. Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Kamara the pass is game. my fantasy son. This yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's got superstar ability. And then the pass game hasn't even hit its potential yet. And we've talked about the defense. The defense yeah. is doing a lot better. You They're, know what else I also yeah. liked? I really liked the fact that the Saints almost blew the lead last week to recenter them, on them edge for this. A little bit. Yeah, because yeah. if they would have won by 20 or 30, right. this could have been a, a sleeper game. Yep. Remember how I said that Vegas valued Rodgers as like a seven-point person? Right. I think Vegas is low. I think Rodgers is like a 10-point swing. And if, if it was seven, if it was a seven-point value, yeah. that means that they valued this as a Packers two-point spread. Right. I don't know. I, I, I think Rodgers means a lot more than seven points. Yeah. I just think there's going to be a point where they're going to need Hundley to match wits with Breeze. 
and I don't think he's going to do it. No. I think that team's confidence is going to just fall apart. No, well, I think this is the backbreaker game for the Packers. It could be. I, I, they're not going to be able to run the same offense Aaron Rodgers runs. Mike McCarthy said that in his press conference yesterday, plain and simple. We can't expect Brett Hundley to do the things Aaron Rodgers does at the line of scrimmage. Not going to happen. What you're going to see is an offense that's really basic and boring when Aaron Rodgers is in there become even more basic and boring with Brett Hundley. If yeah, yes. it's going to be two backs, tight end, two receivers. Yes. Both receivers are running mirrored, what we would call mirrored routes on the outside. One guy runs an out, the other guy runs out, and the tight end runs a post down the middle or an in-cut. I mean, it's that kind of stuff. We saw this with the Giants, right. a seismic shift. Yeah. Ben McAdoo gave over the play calling to Mike Sullivan. Right. I don't know who the play calling that he would give it to. McCarthy does this every year. He gives it to someone else, and then around the playoffs, he takes it back and yeah, just he's triumphant. Yeah, he's got a few of those kind of When really it's just Aaron freaking Rodgers. Is there any chance, though, that he changes his philosophy and the scheme with a real quarterback change? Well, it could, yeah. I think you could see more of the – power football type of mold, which is certainly, yeah, I, I think it's what you're going to see. I think you're going to get to see them back to trying to be a balanced offense and not just go, oh, Brett Hundley, you're Aaron Rodgers, we're going to put you in the shotgun 50 times and you'll make yeah. the right decision every time. Uh, no, I don't think you can expect that from him. Hundley does have skills. He is athletic. He does have a strong arm. He'll make a few plays. I really do believe that. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just think the Saints are one of these teams right now that are going in this direction. I and I, I just think they're going to win a, a win the football game comfortably. Super excited to see my fantasy son, Alvin Kamara. If you have Alvin Kamara, we are loving life. I'm really excited by him. Dallas at San Francisco. San Francisco is the 0-6 team that has captured the hearts and minds of America. Last five games, they've lost by a combined 13 points. Some are saying they're the greatest 0-6 team in the history of the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys are coming off that dreaded bye week, sporting the ninth-ranked offense, but honestly, an offensive line that has underperformed. Yeah. They also have this Zeke. Is he playing? Is he not? Is he playing? Is he not? Well, he is. And they're also dealing with Jerry Jones, getting his head into the public's eye and going, I'll sit whoever I want. Roger Goodell avoiding questions about really him in the press conference. Until the NFL suspends one of my players, then I want then his I'm rights really to be legit. I got it. Then his rights matter. Well, Sims, we learned last week, right. if you're surrounded by drama, you're going to play well. I'm going $10 on the Dallas Cowboys. I know that this is looking like a line. But $1,000 the way you built that up. I know. Well, this is what I do. I'm I a showman. I'm an artisan. <laughs> Would you like some chips? Uh, I look at San Francisco, and I think everyone is jumping on the San Francisco cover bandwagon. Yeah. And I think this is the week that the floor falls out. And I think this is the week that Zeke goes... I'm going to take all of this stuff that he himself created. Yeah. Let, let us not forget, Zeke is only being punished because he seems to have done something that is punishable. Right. But I think this is the, the week that Zeke takes all of that emotion and unleashes it on an Arik Armstead-less San Francisco team. He's now out for the year. I think this is the big Dallas game. It certainly can be. I, 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 uh, I'm with you. I think Dallas is going to win the game. I'm only going $10. Right, I'm putting so $10 on, on San Francisco, though. I do think they're going to ah, keep it close. Of course six you points, are. yeah, six points scared me a little bit. The 49ers have played everybody close. Uh, Dallas coming off the bye week, like we've talked about with the other teams, it does scare me. Um, the other thing that scares me more than anything is that Dallas's defense is not very good, and San Francisco can run the ball pretty good. And Kyle Shanahan has always been famous for finding ways to aggressively get the ball down the field. Plus, this is his baby in C.J. Beathard, and he's going to put extra little arm grease and uh, drawing up crazy plays because he's going to want to make sure that works and his his yes. era gets under a uh, gets off on a good foot. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I do think that Dallas is the better football team and will win the game. I'm picking Dallas to win 31-28. The one thing I don't think San Francisco has faced this year yeah. is a really good running team. No, I don't think they, they have. They played um, Washington, right. nothing there. Right. They played the Colts, and Marlon Mack actually had a really good game. Gurley blew right on. They played the Cardinals. They didn't have a running game. Gurley had maybe his best game of the year. Right. The Seahawks didn't have a running back. No. And the Carolina Panthers, Jonathan Stewart, that was actually his best game of the year. Hmm. I think they're finally facing the running team, and I think they're going to get behind, and I think it's going to be all on Beathard, and yeah. I think all of that positivity is going to wash away. Good. I know it's a home game for San Francisco, and I just – look, remember we picked San Francisco to, to beat the spread against Dallas last year in San Francisco? Right. And that was the Dak, like, came alive yeah, game. Yeah, right, right. I, th I think this is the Zeke come out game. Could be. Uh, next one up, 
Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, after this big win over Kansas City, is favored by five and a half. They are Sims' favorite squad. The third-ranked defense, led by the best middle linebacker in the game, Ryan Shazier. Their offense is 13th, and that is also the luck surrounding the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. (laughs) Bengals are 24th on offense, second on defense. Did you not know that? Of course you didn't know that. Who knew that? I knew that. I'm betting $100 on the Bengals on the road in Pittsburgh. Am I worried about the kicking game of Cincinnati? Sure. I think that Le'Veon Bell has an arch nemesis. And I think that arch nemesis will take him out of the game. And that arch nemesis, it's Vontez Perfect. Yeah. I think the Bengals have the... The, the weapons in the secondary to match up with the weapons of the Steelers. I think that they have some weapons on offense. I do know, as we've talked about before, Joe Hayden has a history of shutting down A.J. Green. Right. And I'm very curious to see if that continues in Pittsburgh. But I'm going Cincinnati, and I know that Cincinnati's coming off a bite as well. Mm-hmm. I just, to me, even if it's a Steelers win, I think it's a three-point win. I think five and a half is too much. It is a lot. Uh, I, I hear that. I'm going $10 on the Bengals. Um, a lot of the same. You are? Yeah, on the Bengals, wow. certainly. Uh, I'm picking Pittsburgh to win the game 20-17. to 17. No, this Bengals defense is legit. Uh, the front four was good already going into the year, but they are legitimate like another team I look at and go, they're eight people deep. Carl Lawson, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Jordan Willis, from, or the guy from uh, Kansas State. I'm blanking on his name. He's the other rookie they drafted. Yeah, Jordan Willis, right? Uh, Jordan Willis, Carl Lawson, their ability to come off the edge. You got the uh, Billings kid in the middle of the defense that comes in on, with the second group. So the defense with Burfecht in there, Burfecht's playing as good as I've seen him play, really, re- realistically. And then we know the secondary. Yeah, I do think Pittsburgh, I'm with you, has a hard time moving the ball. Um, I think the game's close. What scared me from betting money like you, Lefko, more than anything is – I don't trust Cincinnati's offense yet. I really I gotcha. don't. The passing offense, uh, I, I could see their offense really hitting a just a total lull in this game in general. I think that's what scared me at the end of the day. And I thought, man, bye week, maybe they're kind of half asleep, and you just can't be asleep at all against this Pittsburgh team. Uh, I just got a Facebook message, Sims, on my Facebook page. I think it was an Andrew Lofton who apparently sent me a Facebook message on Sunday saying that we should cancel Lefko locks and that seeing someone pick the Browns wouldn't idiot. And then he asked me, oh, you're quiet, huh? No, Andrew, the problem is is that I don't go on Facebook all the time, but apparently you're real hardcore in the comments section, so excuse me, I'm a little bit scared. But I just want to let you know that I didn't pick the Browns to win. I picked them the So if you understand how betting works, let's start off there. Secondly, I really appreciate you finding my fan page. As a big personality, super appreciate you getting in the comment section, just sharing that love. It's kind of what we thrive for in this industry. But third of all, you can just delete your account. Or you can stick around and continue to watch me. It's super fun. That was great. Damn. Did you get that off your chest? Yeah. You get it? It felt really good. Right, I good. love you guys so much. It's super dope to be here. <laughs> Next up, let's go. Look, you can mess with me, but the problem is, is that I have one of these. Hi, how are you, Andrew Lofton? It's super great. Why don't you go eat some more Cheez-Its and play Xbox and then holler at me in the comment section. Uh, how dare you judge him like that? He doesn't. You don't know if he eats Cheez-Its or play Xbox. He might be a well-rounded individual. You think so? Yeah. I bet you he, he is. You know be- why? Because <laughs> the people that consume us, smartest people I've ever met. Andrew, <laughs> you're a genius, bro. Love you. Let's move next. Denver at Chargers. I'm kidding. I fucking love you. Ooh, and the F-bomb. Denver at Chargers. Denver's 3-2. and two. Chargers are 2-4. and four. Den- Denver's defense is number one in the NFL. And Gabe, who beat him last week? The New York G-G-G-G-G-G-G-Men. The Chargers are 14th on offense. Their defense is 18th. And the Chargers are favored by a game and a half at home. I was shocked. The fear a and a half, has not a game set and a half. in. But I was shocked. Set in. I had to like look at this twice. Guess what like, you're going to be even more shocked about? Yeah. $10. On the Chargers. Oh my gosh, ten dollars! You changed my mind forever. Ten dollars! Oh my gosh! <laughs> what accent is that? That's like my Kentucky family accent. Uh, I know that Denver's the better team. Right. 
They're also very banged up after that last game. Right. A lot of injuries on the offensive line, mm-hmm. uh, tackle issues. I'm making this is the argument I made it for myself to convince myself. Right. Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, I think are going to be all over Trevor Simeon. They're over and everybody. I think I think Melvin Ingram is a low key defensive MVP right now. The truth thing is, I think that Trevor Simeon is going to go Rodgers again, and I think you're right. And what do you need to do when Trevor Simeon goes Rodgers? <laughs> Hold on, horsey. <laughs> I think it's going to happen again. Right. And I think that it. I think the Chargers are. They're getting a little bit of momentum. They won two in a row. It's weird. They lose all their games at that fake home field. Yeah. And then they win all their games away from it. Right. I think this is the game they come back. I think this is a big Melvin Gordon game. You put ten dollars on the ten. Ten on the San Diego Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers, them too. Uh, first of all, Trevor Simeon, I, I don't think he's going to go crazy and have those three or four plays where he thinks he's Aaron Rodgers. You know why? Because if he does it this week, he might get benched. He's, he's going to be on a short leash if he keeps screwing games up like that. So I, on the other hand, wow. Ride him, horses. Ride him. Ride him. Yeehaw, yeehaw, yeehaw. Um. I couldn't believe that the Chargers were favored by a point and a half. Now, I know the Chargers know how to play the Denver Broncos. The Chargers were dominated by the Broncos in week one. Um, And what happened? Simeon did take a stupid sack. He did some dumb things. So this is a justifiable thing that Lefko's talking about. I totally get that. They lost the Bills game because Simeon threw two interceptions. They lost last week because Simeon threw two interceptions. But after all that, I still think Denver is the better team and going to win the football game outright, and they're getting a point and a half. I might have to switch this one for a left. 21-17, to 17, I'm picking the Broncos. First of all, this Chargers run defense, it stinks. I mean, it stinks. And Denver's going to run the ball on them. And I don't, I don't think their pass defense is a whole lot better either. Am I allowed to switch my pick? But I am worried about Boza and Canvas, Ingram. Sir? That is where he, no, he's not allowed to switch his pick. Shut up and deal with it. I might make it a okay? left Okay, You went to bed though. before 12 o'clock. You should be rested and smart out. Uh, but Liam, do you hear this? The other thing is, yeah, I don't think there's any way the Chargers are going to be – the Broncos are going to be so mad about last week. They're going to be a pissed-off football team going into L.A., more fans there than L.A., and they're just – I just don't see it. So I'm sorry. So I'm taking the Broncos to win the game outright. I, I was shocked when I saw this. I literally had to write it in. I was like, wait, the Chargers are favored? I've, I've been, there is a 4 o'clock game every week that it, you can – it seems like you can always just pick an outright upset. Yeah. And this might be the one. I want to ask a question real quick. To me? To the people out there. Oh, hello, people. Do any of you use our picks, actual picks, whether they're the Left Go Lock videos or these videos, to actually bet real money? I just kind of want to see the reactions in the comment section. If you are, I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> Not just because our picks aren't doing well, but betting on, on the NFL is insane. It is. It's insane. It I is. just want to see if anyone's actually doing it. Yeah. Because I apologize. If, but if you're using the right ones, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, – Ian Melberg says yes. Uh, Austin Tracy says, hell no. Henry Clay Johnson says, negative ghostwriter. Kanish Kumar says, I do use your picks. If you're using them, how are you doing? I would really like to know. Brian Gibson, hell to the null, to the no, no, no. Dave Potter, yep, but not so much this season. And Claire Wynn, I have a pick and lead that I use them for. Okay, but I'm thinking about it. Uh, okay, let's go to the next one. Seattle at the G-Men. Seahawks at Giants. The Seahawks are favored by six on the road. Their offense is 16. Their defense is 15. The Giants' offense and defense is in the 20s. Um, this is a Seahawks team. Guess what? Coming off of a bye. And I am going for $200, the Giants. This Seahawks team is still not good. I don't know what is going on and how they're favored by six on the road in New York. The, the Seahawks lines are always so big. Mm-hmm. I think this Giants team found it last week. Yeah. 
I think we're about to see a three or four game Giants run. Mm -hmm. I think the offensive line is settled. I think that defense is finally doing what we thought it was going to be. I think the play calling has officially changed. I think Evan Ingram is now going to be the focal point of this offense. I know. I think that the Seahawks have been getting older. I think their offensive line is still in shambles. Mm -hmm. But since they won two weeks ago in a game that they should have lost to the Rams if Cooper Cup could catch the ball, and then a bye week, the rest of the world goes back to Seattle is the world beetle mm -hmm. beater. I picked Seattle to go to the Super Bowl. I'm still not confident in it. It's a primetime game in New York. I like the Giants here. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, uh, everything you said there, I mean, is is pretty spot on. I mean, I like your bet, except I'm doubling <gasps> it. I'm going 400 wow. in the New York Giants. Yeah. I think this is actually a – Wow. To me, when I really look at it, I, I mean, Seattle, the, the Giants match up perfectly with the Seattle perfectly. Seahawks. Perfectly. Perfectly. Where's Doug Baldwin going to go? There's a weakness for the Giants. Maybe their run defense. Guess what? Seattle can't run the football. You know, okay. I, I understand the Giants. They are a different offense altogether right now. I mean, it's a shame that it took receivers to get hurt to go, oh, we could put two tight ends on the field with two receivers and a running back. It's crazy crap. Crazy. How did they figure that out? Oh, my gosh. You couldn't run some of those plays when Odell Beckham Jr. was in the lineup too? I, I just don't get it. But regardless, the Giants have found a formula, formula on the and offensive DRC's side of the ball. Back. DRC's back. They're, they're going to be on lockdown central as far as that pass game for Seattle. This, the the cross-country trip, the bye week, everything scares me about it. I just think six points is way too much. You said it. This Seattle defense – it's no longer like this like vaunted, like, oh, my gosh, Seattle's coming into town. What are we going to do? No, it's over. They're good. They can make some plays. But come on. I mean, everybody's moved the ball on them this year. The Rams dominated the game. The 49ers moved the ball. Yes. The Tennessee Titans ran the ball down their throat. So I think we do have to get over this. Um, and, yeah, that's why I'm going strong with the Giants. Man. Yeah. I'm glad. I didn't know we were going to both do that. Yeah. But I, when I looked at that, I was like six points for the Seahawks. They're just a different team at home. The Giants with the Odell Beckham getting hurt and all that, too. I mean, it, it actually, with their two tight end sets, even fits into this game plan even more. Like, yeah, okay, fine. They want to put uh, The Seahawks want to put eight people at the line of scrimmage and try to stop the run game. It's going to make boots and little tight end yes. routes very hard to stop. You know what else impacted yeah. my thinking a lot? Mm. Cliff Averill might have to retire. Yes. The whole team's thinking about that. Mm. This is a team that, you know, Earl Thomas thought about retirement with his injury. Right. Michael Bennett is really banged up right now. Mm -hmm. Every time I watch the Seahawks, he's coming off in between plays. Well, you saw I wrote the unhappy emoji Exactly. In my last well, not week. only that, yeah. he's still on the injury report. Mm -hmm. Even after a bye week, he's still banged up. Right. I, I, I don't have a ton of confidence in the Giants' offense, yeah. but my confidence in the Giants' defense is really high. Yeah, it's a good unit. And I think I do not – I mean, I'm playing Russell Wilson in fantasy only because I have to. Right. But I think it's going to be a really rough week. Atlanta at New England. New England is favored by three and a half. It's undoubtedly the lowest line for the Patriots all year because people are finally not confident to match up with the number one offense and the number five offense for the Falcons. But I'll be honest, if you take away that Packers game, I'd be really curious to see the Falcons statistics. Yeah, you're right. Patriots are 32nd in defense. The Falcons are 10th in defense. Again, no team knows how to play this, the Seattle uh, cover Scheme, three, press right. bail, defense more than the Patriots. Right. I'm going Patriots. Man, I should have done more. Patriots, $40. I did $40. i am sitting here looking at $40. So I bet $40 on the Patriots, minus three and a half. All right. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm taking the Pats as well. Um, but I'm only putting $10 on it. Okay. I, I mean, it scares me. It's also a Sunday night game, and I've yet to get one of those right this year. Right. It's, I'm going to pick New England to win the game 28-24. And the Seattle Giants game, just by the way, I'm picking Seattle win the game 19-17. to So oh, everybody wow. knows. Yes. Just wanted to get that out there. But the New England game, uh, yeah, I, I just look at it. I do think New England's defense is getting better. Uh, I do think they're going to be all over this little bit more of a basic version of Kyle Shanahan's offense last year and what Sarkeesian does. Anthony um, Nunez, Ryan has biggest quarterback rating drop in one year. Hmm, I wonder why. Yes. Amendment number two, uh, Kyle Shanahan is our favorite coach. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that being pointed out. I mean, yes, it, it's, this is not a thing we're saying, so, talking bad about Matt Ryan or talking bad about Steve Sarkeesian. 
We're just talking about the simple fact that they lost one of the best play callers in football over the last five Jared or six years. Jared Goff went from a tight ends coach being his offensive coordinator right. to Sean McVay. Right. And all of a sudden, he's improved. Right. We are not attributing success to guys because of their OC. Yeah. But it's a huge it's indicator. A huge Derek Carr yeah. goes from an offensive coordinator in Bill Musgrave right. to Todd Downing, and the offense all Fell of a sudden apart. evaporates. Exactly There's right. an inventory of plays that right. are not there when you're not using one of the better guys. Right. You're, you're exactly right. And I just think the, the inventory of offense for New England is so in-depth, they're going to take everything they did in the second half of the Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to tweak that game plan and add more to it. So this is going to be nothing. Like you said, Lefko, this is a team that has, like, uh, infinity inventory on this type of defense. They played the Falcons infinity. in the Super Bowl. They played the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. They know what to do against this scheme in general. So I look at it from that point. The offense for New England is almost unstoppable. When Gronkowski's healthy, it doesn't matter. It's just about can you hold them under the 30 points? Yeah, I think they'll hold them under 30 points, but it's going to be 28-24. Gilmore, what's his status? Have we heard anything more from him? I believe he's going to be back. I think he was in like concussion protocol. He will be a good matchup for Julio Jones. He is the kind of the guy you would draw up in a lab to take on Julio Jones. He has the speed to run with him. He has the size and physicality. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. I think New England's going like this, and I think Atlanta's semi going you think this New way. New going up even after I do. That I, I think this this is just this is just setting up for hey, New England. The rest of the league's mediocre, and you have the best coaches and Tom Brady, and you're just going to improve all year, and the rest of us are going to stay at this mediocre line, and here's the Vince Lombardi Trophy, New England, once again. I just That's what you think. I mean, I just think it's setting up like that. No one's taking the, the reins. The Patriots about to go on a run because, dude, they've been so inconsistent. Yes, before. well, this goes into our conversation about we have to, me included, get over this like, oh, they won the Super Bowl last year. They won the offseason. They're going to be better. They won 16 out. That was stupid on my thinking, our thinking, everybody's thinking. Bill Belichick explained it really well last week. He said, every year takes on a different theme. Guys get hurt. Guys aren't as good as one year as the next. Some guys haven't been able to train or work. Maybe they had an offseason surgery and they're playing the whole year less than 100%. Coaches move on. There's so many factors that play into that. And I think Belichick is just kind of finding the formula that works for this team this year. And I just think that's why they'll get Did better. Did you see that in the Jets game? Yeah, I have. I've seen it really the last few weeks. We've, seen, it, we've seen the adjustment of the defensive side of the ball, right? I mean, they did a good job in yep. the Jets and the Tampa Bay game. Yes, the deep balls. There was more fullbacks in the game again. They got into a few more running sets. I just think New England's kind of figuring out what they are, and it's only going to get better from here. Interesting. Just my thought. Maybe we should have bet more on this game. I, I'm just scared. I'm just scared of their defense. I'm scared that Atlanta is, you know, really desperate in the fact that they're 3-2. and two. They've lost two at home. They go 3-3. Three and three. It's going to be I like, will oh, say wow. this. The three teams that we wanted everybody to cool off of yeah. this year. Right. Falcons, mm-hmm. Raiders, yeah. Cowboys. Right. All of them have yeah, cooled we're, off. Yeah, we're, we're pretty spot on there. You're right on that I didn't those. think the Raiders would fall off quite to the extent they have to this point. Neither did I. But everything else I, I felt pretty good about. Monday Night Football, it is an issue for my consciousness. It is Washington at Philadelphia. The Eagles are favored by five. The Eagles are coming off a big Thursday night win over the Carolina Panthers in a battle of 4-1 and one teams on last Thursday night. Washington squeaking out a win over the Niners. Eagles offense is third. Their time of possession is number one in the NFL. Washington's offense is sixth. I've been wrestling with this all week. I know that I'm a mush. And I know that what I bet on typically goes the other way. So I want to continue to bet against the Eagles, but I'm not just going to do it to do it. So I started thinking, man, I'm going to put $100 on Washington. (laughs) Not for any other reason than I truly believe that that's too big of a line. I think that this is a three-point Eagles win. Yeah. When I went back to the first game of the year, Washington was the better team in that game. Yes. They went down 14-0 and then roared back. Right. Kirk Cousins threw a pick in the end zone. Yep. Kirk Cousins overthrew Terrell Pryor. Right. Kirk Cousins missed wide open receivers. It was a weird game. Called and the, that Fletcher Cox. Sack fumble, right. That Fletcher Cox fumble for a touchdown was not actually a fumble. Right. And when I think about this Eagles team, They were really bad after the bye last year. Now, granted, Lane Johnson wasn't there, and it's reversed. Lane Johnson didn't play last game, and he's back. 
I'm just looking at the Washington offense, and I think they're going to be able to do some things to this Eagles defense. Yeah. I think this is the best offensive line that the Eagles will face all year. It's the second time they're facing them. Maybe not all year. Yeah, well, they got to play the Cowboys. That they've so. played thus far. Well, yes, right. um, I think Carolina, Washington is a speed team. And I think the Eagles secondary right now is a lot better with the Carolinas or the La- the, the Larry Fitzgeralds, the sure. slower plodding the guys that guys. Malcolm Jenkins. Right. But when Malcolm Jenkins has to go up against a Chris Thompson or a Jamison Crowder, right. sometimes he gets beaten space. No doubt. I do think the Eagles are going to win this game. I just think that a five-point line is too much. Yeah, I hear And that. I understand injuries to Josh Norman and the secondary and Jonathan Allen's out for the year, and yep. that's really big. Yep. I just think it's close. I think Eagles-Washington is always close. I, t- I totally feel you there. I mean, I- I'm not betting money like you. I- I'm betting $10 on the Eagles. Now, I don't feel terribly confident about this. If they lost t- – I picked the Eagles, just so you know, 27-21. to 21. If they lost 28-27 to 27, – I won't be shocked. I really won't be. Uh, yes, I mean, the Redskins, in my eyes, are still a very good football team. Kind of dominated the 49ers last week, had some freak plays happen that kind of kept the 49ers in the game, made the game look a lot closer than it should be. Uh, yes, I think I take into account what I saw in week one, is that Washington and their defensive scheme was all over some of the passing schemes that the Eagles did. So that does scare me. The, the reason I'm picking the Eagles to win and cover the bet is this. It is the 10 days. Is Lane Johnson being back? I almost like my Yankees this year. I really see something special working with the Eagles. I see something on their sideline that is extremely encouraging to me to where I go, man, this team really likes each other. Lefko, think about Thursday night last week. I'm You're, thinking about Peterson it. goes for two, right? Remember they they went off sides on the extra point and Peterson, yes. wait, I want to decline, I want to go for two. I remember it. You remember the play I'm talking about? I do. And then they go and they make it, and Fletcher Cox is behind Doug Peterson and like grabbing him like, yeah. Yeah. They have a camaraderie on this football team where I think they really respect Carson Wentz. They like watching him play, the defensive players. They stand up and they're like, hold it, let me watch this Carson Wentz. He's pretty freaking good. And I think the other side of the ball really respects Fletcher Cox and what they do. Fletcher Cox is the best defensive player in football right now. He is the reason they won the game against Carolina Panthers. And Carson Wentz is arguably one of the best offensive players in football. And he'd be my number two guy in the MVP voting right now. It'd be Tom Brady than Carson Wentz. So what are your expectations for the Eagles this season? I mean, the Eagles are, without a doubt, going nowhere. And they're the best team in the NFC right now. I, I don't, like, deny that. I mean, them and Carolina, I really think that was a possible NFC East show, I mean, NFC championship showdown. I wouldn't be shocked if the Redskins flew into this, too. But, yeah, I think the Eagles, with this running game, Nelson Aguilar finding himself, uh, you know, the the – Every now and then contribution from a Torrey Smith and Doriel Green Beckham. Zach Ertz has finally reached his Ronald potential. Ronald Derby's that we've practicing made. this week. I don't know if he'll play, whatever. I don't even really care. I'm just saying they've held it down with some players hurt on the back end and their weakness with the safety being hurt one week and Darby being hurt. And I don't even think they're at full strength yet. And I just I think the Eagles got something going. That's why I'm picking them to win the game 27-21. I don't feel terribly confident. This is a team that matches up well with them. I agree. Because they have a good guard. I mean, Brandon Scherf's not going to get run over by Fletcher Cox all game long. He's the first, he was a top 10 pick for a reason. But regardless, I think your team's special. I think they're special too. Yeah. And that's why I want to continue betting against them. That's why I'm a bigger Eagles fan. The left go. David Herbster says that I look like a TGIF bartender. Oh. I I, I heard that. I need more flair. You do need more flair. Would you like uh, salt on that rim? (laughs) Salt on that rib? Rim. Oh, rim. Oh, okay. Got you. Salt on a rib? (laughs) What were you going to ask me? I I was going to ask you to do an order from TGI Friday. But forget it, you did it. I would get a chicken fingers with the honey mustard. Good. And Go ahead, Mr. Incredible. Keep keep doing the show. Mr. Uh, Incredible, what was that person? What drugs is that person on the right, call, you Mr. Incredible? Get to, before we get to guaranteed to lose, let me just recap the big bets. Right. Left go went a little crazy. Kansas City, $300. A Sims went a little crazy. You go 200 on the Jets? 200 on the 200 Jets. $200 on the Jets. Yep. Uh, we did an even 100 split. I went 100 on the Rams. You went 100 on Arizona. <laughs> I went 100 on Chicago. You went 300 on Carolina. Oh, baby! I went 300 on Buffalo. I went 200 on New, Eng- New Orleans. I went 100 on Cincinnati. You went 400 on the Broncos. And then you went... Yeah. 
You went two hundred on the Broncos too, right? Oh no, no I went ten dollars on the Chargers. Oh, I'm going to switch that. I might make that a left go lock. Uh, I might make your. I talked your into it. Yeah, I think you did. All right. I think I, I shot the gun on that one. All right. I did two hundred dollars on the Giants. You did four hundred on the Giants, and then uh, I did a hundred on the Washington Redskins just to make sure the Eagles win. <laughs> By the way, to uh, Jeremy Ryan Smith, who said that I went and only picked three games last week instead of four for left go locks because I didn't want to lose. Right. I actually picked the Saints to. Win, but I use Odd Shark and the statistics they gave there were incorrect. So I actually went one and three last week. Oh, good job! Way yeah. to go! Just want to give a we, shout we, out to we my. Sent your blue ribbon in the mail. Good job! Way to go! That's one awesome. and three. That's great. Good job. All right, now it is time for guaranteed to lose. Sims, who is the first team guaranteed to lose? Oh, hello, graphics department. Let's not give it all away at one. Let's start it all over again. Can we start that one more time? Oh, guaranteed to lose. Guaranteed to lose. The Raiders. Raiders, welcome to Thursday Night Football. Yes, Oakland, you are going to lose. Your offense stinks, uh, and I just don't have any faith in you. The Kansas City Chiefs are one of the best football teams around in the league. Sorry, Oakland, your playoff hopes die tonight. Next on Guaranteed to Lose. Oh, hello, Chicago. Yes, you know who's coming to town? His Who? name is Superman to the rescue. Uh, yes, the Chicago Bears are going to lose to the Carolina Panthers. You know why? Because Lefko's mom said you're going to lose. She and actually when... picked the Bears. What? She's crazy then. They're going <laughs> to lose. Don't listen to Lefko's mom. The hell there. <laughs> Next one up, an old staple, oh, Sims. Oh, an old staple, and they're going to be on here until they prove me otherwise. Hello, Cleveland. Welcome to Guaranteed to Lose. It's Thursday, and it's good to talk to you again. I'll see you next Thursday. Unless you win, then I might think of it. But you're going to lose to the Tennessee Titans. I said so. I'm the Oracle. And the Oracle also knows that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. And that means that the Green Bay Packers are going to lose. I guarantee it because Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback. Sorry. Uh, Drew Brees, the Saints, life without Aaron. Green Bay is going to be like, damn, he was good. Damn, we only won because he was the quarterback. Damn, we're not that good. Saints going to win. And last but not least, man, your best friend. Hate to do it to my best friend. Sorry, Kyle Shanahan and the fighting Shanahan 49ers, but you're going to lose to the Dallas Cowboys. Why? Because your defense isn't that good. Ezekiel is going to be pissed off, and they have a good offensive line, and they're going to run it everywhere. Oh, yeah, and Dak Prescott's really good. Uh, and C.J. Beathard's making his first start. Hello, San Francisco. Welcome to Guaranteed to Lose. Guaranteed to lose. Raiders, Bears, Browns, Packers, and Niners. Your mom didn't really pick the Bears, did she? No, I did, though. Oh, okay, good. Sharon, uh, Sharon think, listens you, to me more than you. You think that I asked my mom who she picked? No, of course not. I just wanted you to play along for the segment purpose. I will be honest, though. Right. That's not a bad idea. Yes? I might have my... If I don't do well this week, yeah. I'm going to put this down in writing. Mom. Mom. Tell if me not I to don't do well in picks this week, right. I'm going to let my mom pick the games next week. Your mom, Sharon Lefko. She will make the picks next week if I don't get do well this time. Okay. What do you think? Sounds good. She's got more brains than you. So what do you think overall of our picks? Do you uh, feel uh, confident? I do feel How confident. did you feel doing your picks this week? I felt pretty good about it. But you felt good last week. I know. The NFL is crazy. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, actually, I, I think I feel more confident this week than last week, though. I do. And, I mean, obviously I was on fire. I mean, one of the games you bet money on, you're going to change to my left co lock. It's like a left co I don't know. You know what hashtag asterisk Sims lock of the week. I'm not doing it. Good. Don't stay off my picks. I don't want the mush to affect me. Maybe you're the mush, Sims. <laughs> Maybe we're all mushes. Guys, enjoy the games. Enjoy. Talk crap on me on Facebook when the Left Go Locks comes out. Best insults get read on Monday's show. Love you guys very much for Sims. Peace out, homies. I'm the Left Go. Holler at you guys soon.